0: Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And And this week, (laughs) we are, we don't know what we're doing here. We have the review of the week. We are talking, well, the review of the week, yeah. Yeah, so we have review of the week. And then we got a fun, fun, fun show for you today. Oh, this is a new,
1: yeah, we're kind of crossing over into some fun topics.
0: Yeah, so. I am going to read a um, review from Horses Are My Passion, 805, Aww. and she says, this podcast has answered so many of my questions, and let me know it's okay to drink coffee, can't function without it, I hear you, girl, and have a drink every once in a while. These women are truly amazing. And, you know, kind of that's what we are about. You know, we want to make sure that people know that, like, life is normal. You know, like, it yeah, is my just, mission just life now. And breastfeed? I swear, like, when I do classes and everything now, my mission is to really try to instill the fact that breastfeeding is just another part of your life. Like, you, things don't need to stop. Things don't need to change. Things don't need, like, crazy. Like, this should be just, you had a baby, now you're breastfeeding, and, you know, we move along from that. It doesn't have to be yeah. something that's so out of the ordinary that we need to, like, put it in this little plastic box and treat it differently, that's not what no, and that's is about. what
1: that's what but there's entities out there that want you to believe that it is too hard for you to do. Right. And that you have to quit your normal life and then all of that. But you don't. It's not true. Don't give them the power. You have the power.
0: You do have the power. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today.
1: It is. It is. And th- I love talking about things like this, about, you know, the, <laughs> the uh, female experience, the breastfeeding experience in America and how it relates to kind of women's the women the female experience a woman's experience mm-hmm. um and we're going to be talking about rules all of these invisible kind of rules around us um that are breastfeeding related and they're ultimately designed to control
0: us we don't even and realize I, it you know we don't even don't realize know
1: it. i know and and one of the things that that's really popular in the um Online breastfeeding world, you know, kind of you can see it a lot on my page. And I have a little, some memes like this. this is like my very first meme I ever did. Um, and it says, if you say, I support breastfeeding, but Ugh. then you don't really support breastfeeding. exactly." And so in that line, fill in that space. You can fill in that space with whatever you want. I support breastfeeding, but as long as it's not beyond six months, as long as you use a cover. As long as you don't do that in front of my husband, as long as you Mm -hmm. stay home, as long as you pump and put it in a bottle, right? You know, you can feel there's all kinds of things that people are saying that you need to do about breastfeeding, and when it's really all ultimately about controlling your behavior, Mm -hmm. it's just keeping you in your place, keeping you quiet. You know, we don't want we don't want women out there thinking that their bodies can actually like give life. That would just you know your head will get too big if you start believing that <laughs> that you can actually like grow life and sustain life with your body.
0: It is maddening to me when I see those like with especially with the you know breastfeeding in public thing and people will put. Well, I was a breastfeeding mother too. I have nothing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but. If you're in public, I don't know why you have to do that. It's like nobody can but, even say the words. You They call it that. Why are you doing that in public? Why yeah. are you letting people see you do that? That is private. That should be a private thing. That is not something that you should be... Ha- it's like this... Yeah. Why- I was always modest when I did it. Who cares?
1: Yeah, what? What does that mean? Modesty is subjective. Exactly. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything except to the person who's saying the word. And my idea of modesty is... Not being completely naked in public because that would be illegal. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, I wear like a string bikini to the beach. Call me a modest. I don't care. It's just a body. Right. And it's 98 degrees. But, what do you want me to do? But nobody's going to say anything about that. No, nobody would say anything to me at the beach. No. No. I would be celebrated at the beach. I, I, you know, <laughs> this is one of the, you know, when we met at the uh, at the breastfeeding and feminism conference yep. um, a couple of years ago, that was... What I was talking about was, you know, there were, there's obvious, well, there's a ton of rules that you're supposed to follow when you're a non-breastfeeding woman. You know, you're supposed to be sexy and you're supposed to be, you know, putting your boobs on display and you're supposed to be, to look a certain way. And I was, you know, I, I, I subscribed to that, to a T. I mean, I, I, I lived for that. And yeah. I, and I, you know, then, and and, and I, you know, my, <laughs> nobody ever complained about seeing my boobs. People loved seeing my boobs and I could tell that people loved seeing my boobs. And so I showed my boobs, you know, not the nipple because that's illegal, but um, because that's the pornographic part, right? But then I had a baby and then suddenly, oh, my God, Abby, your boobs. Oh, my God. Cover up. Oh, my gosh. You're so out there. Oh, you're so you're you're just looking for attention. What? Oh, my gosh. I never heard any of this before. And the only thing that's different is that my boobs are actually being used for what nature intended them to be used. And I'm not saying I'm not knocking the sexual purpose of boobs because I love that, too. You know, I think that's great. You know, but these rules, these rules that we put in place to control women, it's what we're doing is we're trying to keep we're trying to keep women in a box and we're trying to make sure that we remain primarily sexual, primarily for the, you know, the pleasure of men. Right. How dare you start to think that your body could actually be used for, you know, things that are more powerful than every, and than anybody.
0: And I remember you saying at that conference, you were like, and this really, you know, was, was great. Cause it is very powerful. You were like, Nobody ever told me to cover up before. No way. You know, like, and and if you think about that, you know, and I, I was one of those, you know, women too, where before you have kids and you, you know, you're young and you're out there and you're at the beach or you're wherever and you wear something low cut and you do it, you know, nobody is telling you to cover up. Nobody's telling, nobody. They're, t- no,
1: they're clapping for you. Right. They're whistling at you. You're getting all of this super positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. Like, woo! I'm doing this right. Okay, right. look, look. Everybody's looking. Okay, that's what you're supposed what's supposed to happen, right? And that's the
0: sexual aspect of our world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And babies don't belong there, you know. Like, right? Add a baby to that, and people are mortified. They're mortified. This is what your body yeah. is for. People don't like to hear that. And I've had plenty. Like, I've had moms that have even said to me, "I'm not going to put the baby right to the breast because these belong to my husband." So I you know that's that's for him. I'm right, That's a right. different I, mindset. You know like that is definitely a different mindset and that comes from a different place. And, I don't
1: think that's and that is a very common mindset. I mean we do have this idea that I mean we're raised to believe that a, the female body is for the pleasure of men. Right. And that and then when we do get into a relationship we also are conditioned to believe that that when a female gets into a relationship with a man, obviously this gets more complicated when you have a female in a relationship with a female or a male in a male. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, as two middle-class white women who are married to men, we can talk about it from our perspective, which is, you know, that you get into this relationship and you have some sort of idea that they have a say. You know, this kind of thing, you know, this this idea of like, oh, you're going to wear that. Oh, you're not wearing that. That's too, you know... I mean, my husband's like <laughs> the complete opposite. He's like, You're, "Aren't you going to wear that? <laughs> That's that one's shorter. You should wear that." I know. Uh But you know, and, and then and then I, I had I had a woman who, not that long ago, on the page was saying that her or I don't remember where how I was in touch with her, but she said that she um, wanted to breastfeed for you know a certain amount of time, and she was like. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that my husband, um, what, how'd she say it? She said, I'm thankful that my husband is allowing me to do that. Uh. And I was like, I'm so glad that she has a, a, a partner that's supportive of, of breastfeeding. But the way it was worded was like, well, I, like he was part of the decision, right. <laughs> you know? And like, why it's like the breastfeeding relationship is between the baby and the owner of the boobs that the baby is sucking on. hmm and those are the people who are involved. And it doesn't really, you know, and, the, and I and I get like, I get a lot. I get it that people are like, oh, but my partner is really involved. And like, I, I know I like to listen to them. That's great. You should have an open dialogue with your partner and they should be able to say what they're, you know, I mean, my husband was, you know, when I first said like, I'm going to let Jack, you know, wean on his own. And that could be all the way to like seven years old. At first he was kind of like, what? <laughs> he was like, really? Oh, um, you know, but, but. You know, and that's fine. He was allowed to express himself. That's fine. But he ultimately was not a part of the decision.
0: Right.
1: It's, that was for, for me to make, me and Jack to make together. And that's another thing that I think is really hard um, for people to swallow it, is that, you know, the, these bo- our bodies belong to us um our because it's so much of this you know that we in a, you know in this in our culture we so much don't own our bodies right right it's so much like everybody's got a piece of us mm-hmm. and you know ultimately these are our bodies and our, what happens with our bodies is up to us right
0: you know and that's and end of story that's a, and that's a very that's something that you really have to like i I feel like anyway I had to learn that oh yeah and and that kind of came. That was almost generational. Like even now, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan of tattoos. I have lots of them. Started getting them when I was younger. You, most of them are hidden. The only ones you can see are very small ones, and that maybe only you can see them if I'm like, you know, wearing shorts or something, and I have one on my ankle or whatever, like one on my foot, like sandal weather type thing. But all the mm-hmm. rest of them are hidden. And I remember my mother being like. Oh, well, isn't Tom gonna not like it if you get another tattoo? Or isn't that it? And I'm like, I don't care. Like, what? <laughs> what? You know, like, but. Who asked Tom? I know. Like, it's, you know, and I would always kind of be like, do you care if I do this? And he's like, no, just don't put one on your boobs. That's what he used to always tell me, too. Like, just don't <laughs> put one on your boobs. I don't care what you do.
1: But other than that, like but ultimately, if you wanted a tattoo on your boobs, there would be a tattoo on your boobs because your boobs do not belong to Tom
0: right. And the only reason why I would ever even say anything was because I was just kind of being respectful. but ultimately, it's my decision, you know, but I remember very anything that had to do with my body, my mom being like, well, what what about you know, what about your husband? what do, you know did you like I don't I don't care like why I, I don't care. This is my body. I get to make these choices. Whether they're wrong right. choices or right choices, they're mine. I get to make these choices. But you really – right. you have to – I felt like I really needed to learn that and become strong with that and become confident with that because, in a, you know, when I was growing up, like, doctors said something, you did it. They, you know, anything that happened and that was it. And you really felt like your body did not belong to you.
1: Absolutely. And, and there are – you know, like we talk that. about – yes. And we talk about these breastfeeding rules. But, I mean, before you're a breastfeeder – you know, before I was a breastfeeder, I was I was following all these rules too. I didn't know that. No. I didn't know I was following rules, these invisible rules. I just I got like positive reinforcement from my environment for doing certain things. And so, what is that? What what happens when you get positive reinforcement? You do it. You keep doing it, right? That's the whole basis right. of like telling a dog to sit and give him a f- treat. Right. You know, I and, and it's like you have to be. You know, you have to be sexy, you have to have your boobs on display, you have to, you know, wear a lot of makeup, you have to be kind of like flirty, you have to, you know, you have to do it, you can't be fat, you can't be, um, you know, well, you know, there's all of these, you know, there's all of these yeah. rules. And the, and it's ultimately, you put, you put these people, I mean, we are put into these, Boxes, these impossible boxes, because you can't. Because everybody has a different body shape. Because everybody feels sexual differently. And you know, it, it, the the rules are completely are absolutely impossible to follow. And it's proof that the people that can follow those rules to a T have been photoshopped. Oh my god! And that was something. There I is didn't nobody who is walking around. I know. There's nobody walking around that actually looks the way that you're supposed to look. Right. And we will. We have emotional problems because of it we have body image issues we have mental health issues among you know women that are you know that have absolutely skyrocketed because of this and you know so again these rules are so damaging and then you can bring you become a mom and you become a breastfeeder and it really kind of explodes all of it Mm -hmm. i mean for me it would just like I, i mean my eyes were opened you know to it and i just thought oh my god and like, you know, there's still, yeah. you know, again, it's my body and I can do what I want. And I'll still put my boobs on display sometimes because I think it's fun. Right. Um, me too. But I can do whatever I want. Yeah. I can do whatever I want to do or I cannot do it. It's my body. And I, you know,
0: what I don't that's like, the end of it. What gets me really going a lot of the times, too, is the hypocrisy of, like, look at any magazine cover. You know, if you walk yeah. into wherever you would see magazines, you know, bookstore, wherever, grocery store. And and I just noticed this recently because I was actually looking for a magazine for a friend who was traveling. She was taking a long plane ride. So I was getting her some magazines to read on the plane. And every, like, fitness, shape, vote, like, all of those that are geared towards women have these amazing-looking women on the front cover, very, you know, little clothing, some kind of, like you said, photoshopped perfect body, probably – like every month. That is the same every month. They just rotate what woman is going to be on the front of that magazine. Right. It's a, yeah. But it's a formula. There's probably maybe five times that even in my life that I can remember a breastfeeding mother or a new mother being on the front cover of a magazine. And people yes. freaked out. People freaked out.
1: They did. Out and you could see, yeah and this was like going to be a whole other episode and it will be yeah. um but there's you see this now is like these 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 um you know models or actresses or whatever who post breastfeeding pictures of themselves on social media or cover of magazines and the absolute chaos oh my
0: god people go crazy that they
1: i'm going nuts oh my god how can you be doing that you know and this person who's always been this kind of sexual icon mhm um Breastfeeding a baby, people, it you know, it, it confuses people. It 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 it, right? It challenges everything that they've ever kind of thought about this person or have thought about this whole entire sex of people, and um, you know, they they just suffer. They 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 suffer a lot of criticism for it.
0: It makes them human, you know. Yeah. It makes them human. It makes them nurturers, and there is nothing wrong with that. But like you said, you You can't
1: fetishize them. You can't, you know, yeah. You
0: can't make them that person anymore that's on the front of that magazine cover, you know, before they ever had kids and who is on your doing whatever sex act in whatever movie. Like you can't, now they're breastfeeding a baby. And that is, people don't want to know that that's happening in the
1: world. Right. And God forbid they still look sexy doing it. (laughs) Because she will go through hell. Right. You know, she, she, maybe she has, oh my God, I I read too many comments on the internet, but you can, I mean, the con, you know, it's just like, oh my God, she's sexualizing, breastfeeding. Why? Because you think she's sexy? That's your problem. Because she looks good? She's like, because she looks, because she, because she looks the way she looks. Right. And you think that's sexy. That's your opinion, your problem. You know, or she, I, I really wanted to save this for that other episode, but
0: (laughs) we'll talk about it then too.
1: There was that, yeah, yeah. There was that woman recently who was the pumping,
0: the the, who who had the um, pumping photo. Oh yes, yeah. um, Oh my god, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'll think of it. I know, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. I can't remember the last name now. Rachel something. Yeah, McAdams. McAdams. Yep, it was Rachel McAdams. Yep.
1: Okay, so this is how. That's how much Diane and I are up on. You know, it's the stars these days. But um, she, I was reading about her and comments people were making about her. They were saying that she was sexualizing, pumping, you know, that she was, you know, that she's ultimately doing breastfeeding women, be- breastfeeders and pumpers and, you know, pe- a disservice because the way she was sitting was sexual and the way that she, the look on her face was pornified. <laughs> And oh my god.
0: First of all, can you sexualize pumping? Is that a thing? I don't <laughs> think that's even a thing. Like I don't know how anybody could ever ever make pumping a sexual
1: well, thing. Well, sexual sexual this this these things are personal. I mean like right. you if I'm walking down the street and somebody thinks that I'm sexualizing walking down the street because I'm sexy, that is your the that's your problem. Right. Exactly. I am not responsible for your reaction to what I'm doing. No. I can do whatever I want. And you, however you react, is your problem. You know, it's this whole she's asking for it thing. Right. Give me a break. And it's not true. She wasn't raped because she was wearing a short skirt. It's not her
0: fault. No. And this, again, that's another thing that's about power. This is about Mm -hmm. control and power. And people want to control. You want to pump. You should be hiding in your house behind a door, behind a curtain where nobody can see you. That's where you're
1: somehow just supposed to look like you were hit by a train or something, which most people who are pumping look like they were hit by a train. And that's fine. That's how it feels. When you have a new baby, you know, and this is just how it feels. But then somebody kind of steps outside of that. Anybody who's stepping outside of anything or challenging anything suffers so much criticism and so much hate
0: and so much. But you know what? Like, And they're like the resentful. We all know it goes back to being resentful for whatever reason. A lot of it does. But if you look at her personally, yes, it was. I loved that picture. I thought it was amazing because to me it was like, here is a mother who went back to work, like how, however many percentage, I don't even know the percentage of women that go back to work when they're still breastfeeding, they have a young baby, they go back to work and they have to integrate breastfeeding and pumping into their work day. That is not an right. easy thing to do, number one. Number two, for somebody at the level of stardom, where you are maybe away from your baby for 12, 18 hours or maybe days or weeks at a time on a set, Mm -hmm. or you are under somebody else's rules and regulations, you are under this stigma of who you are supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing. Good for her for putting it out there because really it's like I would not want to be that at all. And it's kind of like how like the many times we've talked about um, Princess Kate, how she walks out of the house. She has Uh a baby. She walks out of the hospital in heels and and white dress and looking perfect. I
1: guarantee you she didn't want to be doing that. Who
0: wants to be that? Who wants to be that? That's too hard. That's too much pressure. I don't want to be Rachel McAdams on a movie set pumping. Come on.
1: Right. No, I know. It's ultimately not fun. And, and I think that that you you I, I liked what you said when you were saying, like, good for her for putting it out there because she looked awesome. She did. You know, she looks the way that we all should feel mm-hmm. the way that when when we're doing this, I mean, when you go back to work and you're pumping, you are incredible. I mean, that is an incredible thing to do. Breastfeeding is an incredible thing to do. And the world is going to do everything that it can to make you feel horrible, to make you feel like, you know, you're ugly and you're too fat because you're carrying around the extra baby weight that you're, you know, then that you're doing the breastfeeding wrong and that you're, you know, all these rules are going to come crashing down upon you. And, you know, we have this person who put this out here and I, I love that she put it out there because, you know, now, I mean, who, you know, if I was a pump, a pump, a a pumper, I would have that in my head every single time. Oh yeah, I'd sit in that position. I'd get that fierce look on my face, <laughs> no matter what I looked like.
0: Yep, absolutely. And I would just be like, "Uh huh, I'm awesome." Yep. She is just providing for her baby like everybody else wants to do.
1: Yeah, and she looks cool doing it, and everybody's like, "Yeah, can't 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 handle it."
0: Right. You know, I mean, it's just it's it's crazy. But There's, it's all of this, all of this just, chaos. Ugh.
1: Yeah, it all stems from this, just this desire to control women Mm -hmm. and to control their behavior and to make sure we don't step out of line. Which makes me want to step out of line. Right.
0: It is. I love it when I have families that are from different countries where, you know, and I I had one most recently. I don't know. it It was a little while ago. But the family was from, I want to say Barbados. I can't even remember, but the dad was like, "This is just what you do. Like, how how is anybody having any kind of problem with this? This is just what happens. Like, because in other in other cultures, it is what happens. In other cultures, like, and you see, you know, pictures and movies and stuff like this all the time. And there's lots of communities where women don't even wear shirts half the time. That's right. just their norm. And this is not this is a part of way that you nurture and feed your child. It has nothing to do with sex, and it's just." This is what happened in our society. Somewhere along the way, we got, you know, catapulted into this other place where we pretend how the babies grow and nourish. And we don't want to know any part of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. We want to keep women in a box. Yeah. Keep them in a box. Keep them all pretty.
1: Yeah. And it just makes me think that they must be really scared of us.
0: Right. I know.
1: I mean, if they're that afraid of us, that all of these rules have to come. There's so much chaos around it. And it's so controversial. Just the body itself, the female body itself is so, so controversial. I mean, if it's that bad, then there must be some serious fear.
0: I know. I mean, it's just, yeah, fear and insecurity and yeah hatred yeah, yeah hatred control it is but, we're the you know weaker yeah. sex whatever right
1: but obvious but, it, but yeah but but i think that there's yeah we know
0: <laughs> i that, think that. there's a
1: fear that maybe we're the stronger
0: oh yeah we are
1: um and this is so not over <laughs> this episode is over but yeah. <laughs> this conversation is not over no. And I would like, I would love it if, if you guys would join in on the conversation too. Yeah. And, um, send us messages or whatever, um, go to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and you can reach out to us there and be a part of the conversation. We can even read comments in the podcast yeah. and, and, um, you know, keep going on with this of, with, of people's, um, you know, opinions about it.
0: Yeah. Cause this is some really cool stuff. And I know like I've got stuff in my history that, you know, I've heard and seen and, Mm -hmm. you know that has to do with a lot of this and i love to be able to voice that and i know you have that too and it's like the more the more you learn i wish that i had learned more about this when i was before i had my kids you know and yeah even when i had just had them i wish i had really known more to really defend myself against a lot of this because it's it's crazy
1: yeah well thank you for listening And please share your experience in the review section on iTunes. And maybe you will be our review of the week. And you can head to BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com for our sponsor links, our promo codes, all of our other episodes, our resources list, and you can get information about how to schedule your online consultation with Diane.
0: And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.